Yo, what's up? The first off in my opinion podcast. You know how we do Tom What's going on, my good people? My good people, it's your boy Tom Swoop, and this is the first off in my opinion podcast live from my basement. And we about to get into a few good, interesting nuggets today. Man, everybody has a narcissist close to them. Everybody, everybody knows one. And 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 tonight I'm gonna unpack it a little bit because I think we've been throwing around this word so casually. You know, so casually that I think it's become generically used. So I'm gonna break it down because it's a real big difference. It's a real big difference. And, and I'm gonna play a couple videos. I'm gonna give y'all some information that, you know, you're gonna need. Because I'm telling you right now, you got somebody you close to, whether it's a coworker, a family member, a friend, you got somebody with these traits that's taking advantage of you and your situation. Okay, so I'm gonna help you out tonight. You're gonna help me out tonight by sharing this post, liking it, turning the bell notifications on for all my people on YouTube. Um, so we about to jump right into it. You know what I'm saying? First, I gotta break down, you know, and define it for you a little bit more. So I'm gonna pull that screen up just a second. Let me get this music together. Here we go. What is a narcissist? Now, if you just look up the clinical, the definition, you pull it up, a person who has an excessive interest or admiration of themselves. Now that's very generic. That's very generic. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knows somebody who has an inflated um, opinion of themselves, right? So you can't really go too far off the just simple definition of it, right? So you now you gotta start looking for traits. You gotta start looking for things that actually give you some clues to who and why and what and how this person is operating in your life, right? So let me pull this back up one more time. Um, and then I'm gonna pull up this other screen. All right. So, <clears throat> A, a narcissistic personality disorder. Now this is the difference that I think a lot of people get confused on. So you have people who are, are narcissists and have narcissist traits. Then you have people who have a narcissistic personality disorder. This is, this is they're, they're the same, but separate. Okay. So people who have the actual personality disorder is actually a mental condition. The people who just have traits, I'm gonna get into a video that explains that a little further. And that's where I feel like a lot of people are struggling because let's say, and you have to have multiple traits. You just can't have like one or two. You have to have, I think, I think five of these traits to actually be considered um, and have a narcissistic personality disorder. One of several types of personality disorders, a mental condition which people have an inflated sense of their own importance and deep need for excessive attention, admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. Okay. We'll go to the second one. Uh, grandioso, exaggerated sense of importance. Now, now see, I want to, before I, I'm going I'm to dig into these a little bit, a little bit at a time, right? I don't want to do it all at once. Exaggerated sense of importance. Now, now what makes this one, you know, different is because a lot of people think that's hey, everybody look at me. I'm the man. I'm this person. I'm that. I'm that. It's not. 
It can be different things. It can be that one friend who's like always like, you guys don't think of me or you guys, you need to be more emotionally engaged with me. You need to, you know, my problems are your problem. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a lot of different things. And I think a lot of people think, okay, so if he's a narcissist, it has to be this outward going personality. No, it doesn't have to be like that. So you got to really unpack this thing fully. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into this, you know, the second little nugget. Excessive need for admiration. Now, I also feel like that's a little little vague. Like excessive need for admiration could be also, you know, comfort or, you know, you know how you got that one friend who just really needs words of affirmation? Now, separately, these things aren't a problem. It's collectively. It's collectively when they have multiple of these traits. They have multiple. That's when they start to be the drain. That's when they start to be the energy puller. That's when they start to be, you know, the toxic personality in your group. Right. A superficial exploitive um, relationships like you, you know, now, now this is this, I will say is going to be, I will say argumentative because superficial um, relationships. Now, are they having real genuine relationships with people? Are these just, you know, people I keep around me to make me feel good. And I used to know people like this. Not everybody, not everybody remember when they were in high school and they had the, the, the pretty girl and she had, you know what I'm saying? She had all ugly friends. Like everybody knows this girl. She was very pretty and she had all ugly friends. And I always used to wonder why does this pretty girl keep all these ugly people around her? I mean, like she's surrounded by, the cast of the wig, the, the the flying monkeys. And that is a trait because they need to feel like at all times, look at me like, you know, hey, it's it's me. It's, you know what I'm saying? So why do certain pe people keep certain people around them? And a lot of it is control, manipulation, um, being able to like, you know, control the movements and thoughts and emotions of their clique. So everything's not like, how can I say it? I don't want to, the thing is, I don't want to paint a picture of, cause I think everybody has an idea of who this person is, but you have to add everything into it. Hold on. Let me print. Let me pull this up on the screen. I got a comment. Narcissists have like zero empathy. And and that's the truth. That that's that's the truth. That's another one of the traits. They have zero empathy. So that means they don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? They really just don't care. They can't see that they can't see things from another person's point of view. But the other trait that a lot of people forget, and I'm gonna get into a video that actually explains this a lot further. If they're a true narcissist, if they truly have a narcissist personality disorder, they actually struggle with it. It actually hurts them. The fact that they're like that. Now, the person who has no empathy and doesn't care and they have narcissistic traits, but the actual personality disorder, that's the part. That's the person who actually it hurts them that they're like this, that they're they actually are. In, they see they see themselves as needing help because they're so messed up. So you have to identify and separate. And that's what I'm trying to do tonight, because I think a lot of people have confused this word so badly. And they've, they've basically 
throw we, we throw it around so casually that I think it's 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 gotten a little too far. Whereas here, let me get back on here real quick. So identity disturbance, difficulty with attachment and dependency. Now, difficulty with attachment and dependency, you really got to look deep into that, especially when you get into friend dynamics. Like some people or even relationship dynamics. Have you ever met somebody who like refuses to be single? Like I'm going to be with somebody. I refuse to be alone. I need somebody at all times. That could be a part of that. Like you have a problem with, you know, attachment. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to either be attached to somebody because being alone is just way too much. If you know somebody, raise your hand. <laughs> Independency at, at, at a whole. Chronic feelings of emptiness and boredom. This, the, this is the one, the last one that I feel like is a trait that we, we sleep on vulnerability to life transitions, like simple things that happen to normal people and they're able to move on, but they can't move on because they're a narcissist and they personally feel like, okay, the whole world needs to come and feel like I feel like, let's say if somebody hey, has lost like a family member. Now everybody loses a family member, but everybody knows that one person who like the Debbie Downer, like it's, it's been like 10 years and they're like, yeah, you know, Clarence used to wear that, that, that sweater every, t you know what I'm saying? Like they, they always make it about their grief, their problem, their, their situation. They can care less about the moment. They're like, it, it's been 25 years since Clarence been gone, but guess what? Y'all about to feel like I feel. That's a trait. That's a trait. That's a trait. Now I'm gonna play this video real quick and I wanna get y'all's reaction. Now this is a, a video clip that I found online. Um, and she dropped a little knowledge. Let's go. So when we talk about narcissistic personality disorder, there's a long list of patterns and they have to have five of the nine on that list. Yes. It has to be something we call pervasive, meaning it cuts across situations with a variety of people in at work, at home. It's not just like, they're narcissistic to only you and they're nice to everyone in the world. It tends to be pervasive, but here's the rub. It has to involve what we call social and occupational impairment mm -hmm. and subjective distress. That's a fancy way of saying it is messing up that person's life. They're aware it's messing up their life and they're uncomfortable with it. And that's where you don't see as many people with narcissistic personality disorder. Now that's the point I was trying to say previous that you have people with true narcissistic, narcissistic personality disorder. It actually affects them. Now, the people who it don't affect them, like they can care less about everybody and any. Those are people with traits They that you see what I'm saying. It's a, see the difference. So if their style of not having empathy, of being entitled, of being grandiose, of being arrogant and superficial, and all that is working out for them. They're not going to walk around saying I'm having a problem. They're not going to walk around saying this is causing me problems. So if they don't acknowledge that piece of it, then really they're a narcissist, which is sort of a clinical term for being a jerk. And we don't get to diagnose people for being a jerk. 
We may not like them, but that's not a condition we diagnose. We diagnose people because they're bringing in something that they're uncomfortable with or that's causing them problems. The best example I can give you is let's say somebody's been using drugs for two years and their drug use results in DUIs and other problems in their lives. Okay, when that happens, they may themselves say, I don't have a problem with drugs, but I do have five DUIs and they did find me in the gutter in front of my mom's house. So I guess, mom, maybe there's a problem. In narcissism, they may, they may recognize that, yeah, sure, I got in trouble at work and I was called out on this and that problem and I did cheat on my wife several times, but it's working out for me. Mm -hmm. distress he's being a jerk <laughs> so dr alan francis dr francis is actually one of the architects of this diagnosis originally in the dsm and he he himself has come out very clearly and said we don't get to diagnose somebody because we don't like them that's not what this diagnosis is for it's for somebody who's actually having discomfort and distress because and that's that's the part where i feel like we've we have struggled we struggle with the separation a narcissist person with narcissist traits. This is typically what everybody, because people who actually have the narcissistic personality disorder is like less than 6%. So it's mostly the jerks of the world. So that's what I feel like a lot of people are getting twisted. And that's what I wanted to talk to you guys too about, about tonight is, you know what I'm saying? How, how to identify the jerk from the person who actually has a real mental condition. If you get what I'm saying, you have people who have these traits and they don't get me wrong. They're they're not empathetic. They they it's all about them. It's it's never about you. Um, things that they're going to say to you, like they're going to discredit you emotionally. They're going to they're going to make all of everything is going to converge back on them. Like, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, it's kind of hard to see these people because sometimes we so used to seeing them in a relationship that we forget that, like she said in the video, if they're a true narcissist, they're like that at work. They're like that at church. They're like that at baseball practice. They're like that at the restaurant. They're, that's who they are. It isn't like they turn on a switch just for you. Now, that's another thing. When I feel like when me personally, I feel like when it does become like an individual thing, that's where you get into more of the gaslighting. You know what I'm saying? And most people like gaslighting. Gaslighting is, it actually was from a book. No, a play, a book, a play, whatever. Look it up. Uh, where a guy had basically tried to trick his wife into uh, changing her mental state because he would turn down the lights in the um, in the house. This is back when the lights were gas. You know what I'm saying? You would turn them down and be like, oh, no, it's really bright in here. And she'd be like, it looks really dim because he didn't turn them down. But he 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 was messing with her mind. He And this is what a gaslighter does. A gaslighter uh, manipulates your mind like they try to go after things that make you question your own reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, did I say that? Like, you you'll be like. Like, you'll be like, hey, you know, it, I find it funny that you didn't come home last night. I did come home last night. What do you mean? I, I looked, you weren't there. And I was like, I was in the basement. Did you go down there? Well, no. See how they, that in just that little bitty, that's a gaslighter. That's somebody who's going to create some things to with your, your head, period. Period. And, and women and men do it. And I'm going to tell you like this, women are starting to be better at it than men. I thank you, Facebook, for that one, because it's so many different posts that give you all the insight on how to gaslight. But 
That's the difference between a narcissist. Now, don't get me wrong. A narcissist can be a gaslighter. Gaslighter can be a narcissist. But that's the difference. You have narcissistic traits. You have people who gaslight. But then you also have a narcissistic personality disorder, which is a clinical medical condition. Now, when I do life coaching, so one of the things that I always try to do, I, I, I give my people uh, basically an intake form and we try to go over questions and answers, goals and all that kind of stuff. But soon as I start to determine that a person needs therapy, now it's a difference between being a life coach and being a therapist. And that's where sometimes I have to just be, be like, Hey, you need to go to therapy. You're not ready for even what I'm about to try to do with you because you got some things you need to work on. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody has some things they need to work on, but most of the time, narcissists, people who have narcissist traits, don't even know it. Don't even know it. They're oblivious to it. Those are the worst ones. Those are the worst ones because they'll act like they have no clue what you're saying. You have to literally break out a whole diagram and break down everything. And they don't like that. They don't they do not like facts. <laughs> they do not like being pulled to the carpet with facts at all at all. They will disconnect, find some new people to hang with. So if you got a friend that when you bring them to the carpet and pull up the receipts and then they'd be like, all right, I'm out. That friend is, that friend is already hip to the game. They like, Nope, you, you found me out. I'm a narcissist. I'm out. I'm going to go find some new people to manipulate. So you were, and, and I got another comment like uh, gaslighting. Women have been gaslighting for centuries. This is true. This is big facts, big facts. So I say all that to say like, we to identify these people in your click, you have to understand like the criteria and the list that we just had up on the screen. Now, everything now, now she said you, you typically got to have five of the nine, but that's for the disorder. But these are just traits that a person should have a regular narcissist. So if you see somebody with these traits and, and like I'm saying, like identify, like look at your friend group right now, look at them. Really look at them. And when you look at them and you say, okay, who, who's really selfless? Who's really honest? Who's really, you know, everybody has something. Everybody in your group has a trait. Like somebody is something. Okay. Somebody is something. And the thing is, don't get it twisted. Even the sweetest and the nicest people have narcissist traits, traits, even the person who thinks they don't do, because a lot of it is perception. It's not like we took a light, a, a, a list of everything you've done in your life and we go, OK, narcissist, OK, overthinker, over. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing that. What we're saying is, is these traits valid and are they present? And when you and when you really when we excuse me, when you really do that, you're going to see that everybody has a mixture of this stuff going on. Everybody does have a moment in time where it's about them. But are they overly? Is it always about them? Are their emotions better than everybody else's emotions? When they go through grief, is it like, OK, everybody pause. I'm going through grief. Everybody needs to pay attention to me. Is their grief even valid? I had a friend in college. 
I swear to God, every time, like he would have like family members who were like so distant. He'd be like my cousin's sister's uncle's cousin's best friend's lawnmower mechanic died. I can't make it today. Like, I'd be like, what? Like who? When? And he would seriously get mad at us that we didn't care. And it wasn't the fact we didn't, this was his MO. Like he literally every week it was somebody or some distant situation. And those be those people who be like, <coughs> when they start gaslighting, they'd be like, well, you don't care about my problems. You're not a good friend. And you'd be like, that's not a real problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We know what a real problem is. Your, your cousin's auntie's lawnmower mechanic falling in a ditch and hurting his knee ain't got nothing to do with, you know what I'm saying? Us going to go play basketball at four. But that person will make their emotions forefront in the group. And it'd be the simplest things. It'd be the, and then when it, it actually is something difficult, some people look in the comments, I can't see your name, but I do see the comment. And I just got one that said, I have some narcissistic traits. Hey, look, I'm a, I'm a be honest. I have some too. I wouldn't say I have them all because I really feel like I, to a certain degree, I'm a real big empath. Cause I care about people so much that I do too much for people. So I can't say that I'm like, you know, full go, but I think every confident person Every person with goals and ambitions could come across as a narcissist because to a lot of regular people who don't have those things, you're moving at a different speed. You're vibrating at a different rhythm. They don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? So therefore they, they're like, oh, he's a narcissist. He's arrogant. He's conceited. He's this. When actually I'm just moving at a different speed. I'm vibrating at a different rhythm than your universe than mine. You know what I'm saying? So, but then I'll, I'll also admit that, yes, some of these traits, yeah, line up. Because if you just read the, the, the words, yes, some of these traits are going to line up with everybody. Everybody. So let me throw this comment on the screen. They, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a real narcissist, that's how you can tell. If, if you if you question it. Is somebody a narcissist in your clique? Bring some receipts. Bring some sort of, some real facts. Have an intervention. Bring bring some real facts and receipts. To the, they gonna get so pissed. They gonna they gonna be so pissed and infuriated that you that right there that right there will let you. And I've seen it happen. You've seen it happen too. You ever seen two siblings fight? And they get so deep off into it, and it'd it be like. Oh, oh, remember that time? Da, 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 and they just like, they don't care who around. They don't care who here. They don't care whatever. Cause they going too far. Them be some people who got some narcissistic traits because the receipts infuriate them. Now, most people who, who are just like, okay, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have said that. That's what a narcissist not going to do. <laughs> a narcissist going to be like, oh, oh, so that's what, what's the meme that, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's why your mama did. <laughs> they just go, they go all the way left. 
because it's like they get pissed when people bring receipts because they don't like to be pulled to the carpet for anything, especially a situation and a person that they're supposed to be controlling a group of people that they're supposed to be controlling. Who are you to bring me to the carpet? And I get it. Some people say I run from I run from a narcissist. Sometimes you don't even know you in it with them. And that's the whole reason I had to do this show tonight is because sometimes you really don't know that you're even in it. You just you you like thinking, OK, and get and, and, and granted, everybody doesn't know how to diagnose these traits. Some of these people, some of the people listen to the show tonight for the first time. They're like, OK, I didn't even know that. And so. You're in relationships and it's not just, like I said, not just a relationship, a romantic relationship. You're in church relationships. Everybody got that person in church who everything about them. I choir need to be doing it. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Narcissistic traits, narcissistic traits. You have to know this stuff because if you don't know, this is just same thing with like love languages. If you know a person's love language, you know how to deal with them. If you know a little bit about their personality trait, you know how to deal with them or not deal with them. So it's it's one of the things I, I try to say on the show is you got to do the work if you're dealing with people. Because if you're dealing with people, it don't it, that's life. That's life. Like if you got a job, you got a church, you got, you know, you got, you know, friends, you got social gatherings, you got all this stuff, you're dealing with people. So if you don't become good at dealing with people, you're going to always start to just shrink, shrink. And then it stops you from growing. And I know so many people who be stuck in like they don't know why. Why? I don't know why my, my friends treat me this way. I don't know why, you know, my family treat me this way. Start to understand why, who they are. You know what I'm saying? If you can understand who they are, and sometimes it's just like some people you just got to let go. Like some people with narcissistic traits, I, I can't even deal with. <coughs> Excuse me. I can't even deal with people with a lot of narcissistic traits because everything becomes counterproductive. You can't move forward because you keep coming back to them. You keep coming back to them and you'll see it in a group of people. Everything will be moving forward. And then it's one person. Oh no, no, we got bring it back. Bring it back. It's uh, about me. Come on, bring it back. You can't go forward. So that's one of the big reasons to doing the show tonight. Look, I'm gonna pull this up on the screen one more time. The lack of empathy. They don't care. They don't care. You'll see it. They'll they'll the in the in the in the gaslighting. That's the biggest one. And I think that's the one that a lot of a lot of the women I talk to, um, the gaslighting is the one that they don't understand when it's happening. Excuse me. When a narcissist gaslights you. For one, it's like, put it like this. Let's say you're in a romantic relationship. That narcissist has those traits and those empathy. They're trying to control your mind. They're trying to control like how you think and how you feel about the relationship. Like they're trying to let you know, like, like they try to pull you away. Also, they try to isolate you. 
So like you might have a friend group or whatever before you, you know, start dealing with them. But before you know it, they like, you know, you really don't need them, man. You really don't need them people. All you really need is me. You know, we, we supposed to be like this for to between each other. This is, you know, this is just me and you. They, they start to isolate you. Then they start to make you think like their life is, you know, the greatest thing that ever happened to you. You know, them being in your life. Uh, yeah. You know, like think of everything and change for you since you got shoes now, girl. Nah, nah, that's a gaslighter. And the narcissist gaslighter is the worst. That's the worst. That's the, the, the creme de la creme. Because that not only are they don't care because that empathy, you think about it, the stuff they say to you, the, the manipulation, how much they're trying to control you, your property to them. And the thing is, a lot of leaders are like this. A lot of leaders. And I'm going to say it. A lot of church leaders are like this. And it takes a lot for those people to ever get pulled to the carpet because it, it goes against everything you've been taught spiritually. So it's like most, I, look, I'm not even going to say most, but there's some church leaders who are true narcissists just to the truest point. And the thing is, everybody be like, nah, he, he care or she care or whatever. It, it see caring is a part of their, their blinding light. The, the show, the performance. So you gotta be really weary about that. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen that. I've seen people get manipulated and took for everything they own in that situation. So you gotta be, you gotta have, that's why I said, you gotta do the work to know people. Like you can't, we, it's too much information out there nowadays for you to sit back and not get the information to, to better yourself, to help yourself grow. If you don't, at this point, of the, you know what I'm saying? Like you can get on the internet and learn anything. You can get on YouTube and learn anything. You could become a dang on clinical PhD, whatever, off the internet now. You got to start doing the work. So, look, I'm not going to be on here long tonight. I'm trying, if you had noticed, I'm trying to keep my shows to about 30 minutes because I will get to rambling and I will get to going on for 45, 55, 65, 70. But listen, I wanted to talk about this tonight. I wanted to help somebody out with exposing like what these narcissistic traits are. What's the difference between a narcissistic trait and having a personality disorder? Because like I said, one is just having traits. One is an actual clinical diagnosis and people actually get help and treatment and can recover, but they are different. But I want to thank you guys for listening tonight. Um, listen, first off in my opinion with Tom Swoop, episode two, season four is done. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you again in the next one.